0: Pull out your phone, and in just a few steps, you can search, chat, and book highly rated pros right in your neighborhood. Plus, you'll know what to tackle next, because Thumbtack is the app that shows you what to do, who to hire, and when. So say goodbye to all those unfinished home projects, and say hello to caring for your home the easier way. Download Thumbtack and start a project today.
1: Welcome back to CBS Ion Veterans. I'm Navy veteran Phil Briggs. And for the rest of this hour, we're gonna talk about a book that just might save your life and an author who's led a thrilling life. For 30 years, he's been an elite combat controller in special operations with the U.S. Air Force and conducted combat missions around the world, founded and then commanded two special operations squadrons, one so top secret, the name and mission has never been publicly released. And he's worked alongside the CIA, FBI, and NSA to defeat terrorism around the world. In his downtime, he finds thrills like base jumping, skydiving, and skiing mountains in Utah occasionally with a parachute attached to him so he flies over the ski slopes. Dan Schilling, how are you, brother?
2: I'm doing well, Phil. Thanks for having me on the show. I've been looking forward to this because it's been two years i think since we chatted
1: yeah and and i just kind of want to set the stage the last time we chatted um very cool we were talking about the book alone at dawn of course the new york times best-selling book about uh air force combat controller fellow combat controller yourself uh medal of honor recipient john chapman And we were documenting that, you know, how the book covers this incredible story. Just in quick summary, I'll say it's, you know, snowy mountaintop, Afghanistan, Operation Anaconda goes bad, seal falls out of a Chinook, and they go to get him. And this Air Force Special Operations Combat Controller, John Chapman, literally fights to the death with his bare hands and takes out the terrorists that are going to bring down the rescue chopper. And it's just an amazing story. And the part I liked best about our last meeting, right, is you and I talk about this at great length in your hotel room. And then we head down to the lobby and in walk three very Hollywood-looking people. (laughs) And of course, you guys all meet, our interview's over, I bid you well, Uh, you jump into a big black SUV. And getting to this latest book now, as I've read in The Power of Awareness and Other Secrets from the World's Foremost Spies, Detectives and Special Operators, after reading through that book, I'm going to categorize our last experience in that hotel lobby as unfamiliar, but
2: safe. And I'd agree, you know, Phil, I, <laughs> we didn't know that lobby, but it was a benign environment. And uh, it was, you know, no one's going to threaten us except for the Hollywood executives, maybe.
1: Yeah. And they didn't seem too hostile as I saw them. It was all smiles. And I'm pleased to report Jake Gyllenhaal has been cast.
2: Yeah, so Jake is the uh, will be playing John Chapman, the Air Force's first Medal of Honor recipient in uh, nearly half a century. I'm very excited about it. He's a very versatile actor. The director is Sam Hargrave, who directed Extraction with Chris Hemsworth. It was on Netflix last year, and uh, it's a great combination. Those two gentlemen really wanted to work together. Um, they're very talented, and uh, I get—I am part of the movie, and so I, I'm learning a lot. And it's a very exciting thing to help bring to the public John's story and really the story of combat control. So that's that's in motion. I suspect we'll film probably not till early next year now, and um, but it will be a major theatrical release it's uh this one of the studios is mgm and they're going to put it in theaters and so i'm really excited about it coming out
1: let's talk about your new brilliant book the power of awareness and other secrets from world's foremost spies and detectives and special operators in an era of increasing fear of gun violence terrorism and crime around every corner people are fascinated by the stories and training of those who live on the edge of danger well, it's certainly been your career, Dan, um, but you kind of distill this down into six very important key elements that we all need to have in order to just stay safe in our really unpredictable world. Let's run through those six and let's start with uh, the first one, S.A. Yeah,
2: you know, I had 30 years of special operations and clandestine work and, you know, and high risk. Uh, environments and activities, but I wanted to draw from the best in the world, which was really American clandestine operators and, and CIA case officers and our own special ops And the law enforcement police detectives who deal with the aftermath of crime to draw from the best practices from everyone because my, I'm on a mission to save lives. That's my goal with this book. My last book was to change the public's view of the Air Force, and I I think we're doing that. But this book is, is really important to me personally. So, to your, to your first question, you know, it's, it's broken down into six rules, and the first two rules are a foundation on which we can stand to keep ourselves safe. And situational awareness is that first rule, it's rule number one of six rules in the book. And I, unlike most experts who treat situational awareness, they treat it as a singular term. To me, it's two components. It's your situation, which is external to you. You know, what's, who's around me, what's happening in my environment, and what's my place in that environment, and the relationship with those people to me as regards to personal safety, that's external. And then there's the, the appropriate level of awareness, the other component, which is how aware should I be? And, you know, as you and I were talking at the introduction when we first met and we we're in this hotel lobby, you know, inside a lobby in D.C., bright morning, people are around. It, that's how aware do we really need to be? Not super aware. But if I'm walking the streets of Brooklyn or D.C. at two o'clock in the morning, then I need to be much more more alert and so that situational awareness without delving into the depth I go to, to the book that's the first foundation to be safe but the second one rule number two in the book is to listen to your intuition and intuition is a million years of evolution every ancestor you and I have ever had were fortunate enough to have enough intuition and skill to live long enough to procreate and here we are so you know thanks to our superior genetics you and I are alive and what people do in the modern era is they disconnect from their intuition. They override it. If I'm a, a single woman coming into my apartment complex at night and some guy follows me and says, hey, let me into the apartment complex. I'm here to meet somebody. And you don't know them and they give you the creeps. You don't want to override that just to be socially polite because your intuition's telling you this is not a good person. If it's a good person, maybe you, know, you have to make a judgment call. but people really don't connect to their intuition. And I provide exercises for intuition and situational awareness in the book so people can can see how to better establish, reinforce those positive foundations for safety.
1: And I'll say this, having thumbed through it now for a couple of days, um, it's great because you not only use the definitions and explain sort of a how-to of being situationally aware or trusting your gut instinct but you paint it with these really colorful examples and these real-life stories taken from people that i know that you know i mean their names have been changed obviously but uh, people that have worked in these special operator communities the intelligence communities and that brings me to the next one determine you have a problem you actually use this case example of a female intelligence officer, a CIA, Interpol, something like that. Um, but she's a New Yorker by birth. She's Jewish. Uh, she's walking the streets of like <laughs> right. what I can only imagine as like Kuwait or Iraq or Iran. But uh, as she's walking these city streets, you know, it's a hot day. She doesn't feel like she wants to wear the headdress, you know, doesn't want to wear the headscarf, but she's still dressed conservatively, you know, black, long sleeves. And she uses this SDR method to determine that the gentlemen that were tsk, tsk, not cat calling her, but making this noise as she walked by, she quickly realized there was something more going on. Talk to me a little bit more about determine you have a problem and then what you're supposed to do next.
2: Well, so rule number three in my book is determine if you have a problem and that's all she's doing. It's a binary question and you don't need to second guess it. You just have to go with what you believe and it's okay. I don't have a problem or, uh-oh, I do have a problem. And if I do have a problem, which is all that third rule is, you immediately sequentially go to the fourth rule in my book, which is you need to make a plan. And that's what Victoria did. And it's a pseudonym, like you said. And she was actually in Kuwait um, okay. City. And this is quite some time ago. But, you know, you, you need to then make a plan. And in her case, her plan was to, to, to seek other assistance from people that she thought would be of benefit to her. And what she did in this case, conveniently – because she was in a souk shopping. She found some other Americans. But what she did in that, in the course of that was she made a plan. Her plan was find other people. Another legitimate plan is run away. Run away is a brilliant plan because the further you are from a threat, the better off you are. And those are the second two rules in my book, and they're really categorized as how you'll be prepared. And all of that leads to taking the action that you need. And in the end, going back to Victoria, the case officer walking around Kuwait City, she took the action to walk towards, find, you know, seek out those people. That's the physical act. And what she did, and this is what I really emphasize in the book, is when you make that decision to act, it's based on the best plan you could could make. This isn't the time to second guess it. And in the book, I talk about heroism and courage and why anybody truly Anyone can be their own hero.
1: Welcome back to CBS Ion Veterans. I'm Navy veteran Phil Briggs, and we've been talking with Dan Schilling, an Air Force Special Operations veteran who's lived on Danger's Edge for over 30 years. Dan has commanded Black Ops teams hunting terrorists, skydiving, and base jumping. But his latest book, The Power of Awareness, is an exciting read about the tactical skills which elite members of the military, FBI, and CIA all use to survive. Now he breaks them down into six simple steps that we can use to help us survive situations so many of us are confronted with in this unpredictable and oftentimes violent society. Steps like developing your situational awareness, trusting your instinct and gut, Knowing when there's a problem and knowing how to act decisively. And in the final part of our conversation, why we should know these things before we travel this summer.
2: Because the world's meant to be explored. I want people to take my book and use it to go forward with well-founded confidence to explore the world and do the things that they want to do.
1: And as you said very poignantly in the front end of the book, it's not a book you'll just read once and go, well, that was a good beach read. It's something you can go back to and read again and again and again, certainly at different times in your life. Like when you're traveling, it might be wise to kind of flip through it again. And um, I'll just say it, Dan, there's other books that people should read multiple times in their life. And it means different things at different times in their life. I'm not going to say yours is right up there with it, but there's this book called The Bible. And then there's your book, The Bible of Safety, The Power of Awareness. Well, so. that's, a very
2: kind, that's a very kind association. So I, I appreciate that. And, uh, you know, that's the, you know, I really I do want this book. It, this is a non-denominational book to use that, you know, sort of Amen. canonical <laughs> reference. And it, it, it's for people. It doesn't matter where you are. In fact, that's a great segue into the sixth rule of my book which is really that you need to regroup after something has happened or there's been a near-miss and assess where you are. Do I need to run away further? Do I need to call somebody? Am I finally safe? You need to do that, and I, and I map out how to do that effectively. But ultimately, and this is the last part of the book, and, it, and it's one of the things I feel most strongly about, to recover, which is a deliberate thing to pay attention to, takes time and people that you know and love and trust. And if you're religious, it's your parish or your synagogue. If, if you come from a community like I do, you can reach out to people that you know. Um, but if you have other issues, you know, if it was something that, uh, that happened on a date and someone was raped or sexually assaulted, you know, you need to reach out to the crisis hotline. And if you're fortunate enough to have a family or those that love you, you know, those are the people that you need so that you can recover the best way possible to the fullest extent, because ultimately we have to go on with life. And that's the sixth rule of the book. And that's really the book in its entirety. It's just these six rules that you can apply, and they're logical, they're easy to remember, they're easy to understand, they're not for professionals. I don't write about acronyms. You know, I spent 30 years doing special ops and clandestine stuff, and I'm like the least military cat in the world. I don't like rank, I don't really care about military protocol. So, you know, for me, this was written for everybody else, and I, and I hope it saves lives. But uh, a final point, and it was another segue off of something you mentioned, this isn't a book just for you. My mission is to save lives. If you're listening to this and you pick up my book, your mission is to save lives, too, of everyone else you love. And I hope you, people buy many copies of this book for people that you know and love that would benefit from this who travel internationally or taking a vacation or graduating from college and getting out into the world alone for the first time and being independent this book is for you.
1: Share with me why this is an important book especially for women to read.
2: Well, women and men live in different worlds and we're two guys so you and I can't appreciate what it is to be a woman a woman, but I can I can tell you I learned an LAPD detective that I spent a lot of time with. Um, she's been a detective forever. She's done sex crimes for a very long time. She's a big part of my book. We spend a lot of time talking about this, and women live in a world of double standards, and it's everybody recognizes that, and you and I can't solve it in five minutes on on, on an interview, but, but they are often subjected to different standards by society, and sometimes that can... Uh, facilitate them being in a situation where they're treated differently. And they, they typically, what I've learned, and this is in the book, often would say, I, I didn't want to look silly or be rude, um, because this is sort of a social judgment for women. And those are not reasons to put yourself in danger. I don't think it matters that if you decline to get in an elevator with a man or in my book, I talk about the serial rapist in Venice beach in California and he would follow women into their apartment complexes. You're not being rude. If you say, I'm sorry, I don't know you. I'm not going to let you in my apartment complex. That's legitimate. And so there's, there's a lot of, terrain to be navigated as a woman, and there's a lot of that in the book, and, we, and I talk about that, because I, my hope is that women in particular can find the material in my book accessible. That's why it's not a military-type book, because there's a the preponderance of victims, and men are almost exclusively the perpetrators of violent crime, and that's the gender differences in the world, and it's important for both genders to be aware of that, uh, but my hope is this book reaches women in particular.
1: Mm. and you know it's written in a way that's not military speak it's not acronyms it's something that nah. men and women alike can understand if they have zero military background and I think as to your point ideal for maybe uh you know the mom and the dad with the college graduate heading off into the world like hey here's a good oh, manual yeah. to just keep on the bookshelf and know the principles within as you conduct yourself in this new city this new job you're going to this new place you live in um, just a great great way to keep the kids safe uh, as you know they go from being guarded and kind of protected safe familiar lives on a college campus to the the big city and their new job
2: well look I, i'm not a scientist and i'm not a towering intellectual i'm just a guy with a background that's relevant and a lot of good stories and a lot of great connections and so for me it is it's a it's a readable book it doesn't matter if you're 22 year old female, 18-year-old, male, 50-year-old, first-time traveler around the world wrote this book for you.
1: Super cool. I could go on and on. We could talk all day about the different examples <laughs> in this book, but I've got to say a fun summer read and a fun read for a mom and a dad uh, to kind of reevaluate sort of that uh, where you are in the world. And I think if you're a military veteran, this helps channel that previous military experience into being a dad so maybe your life is oh, yeah. up tempo as it used to yeah. be by remembering these principles that are in this book a trip to home depot or the you know home improvement store suddenly you know you're using your 5 and 25 scan again you're looking around at where another exit might be you're just in a good habit of staying safe and if s goes down you'll be one step ahead. The book is Power of Awareness and Other Secrets from the World's Foremost Spies, Detectives, and Special Operators on how to stay safe and save your life. And the author is U.S. Air Force, former combat controller and uh, special operations uh, danger seeker, Dan Schilling. Always a pleasure to talk to you, my man.
2: Thanks, Phil. I really appreciate it. Thanks for helping uh, me get this message out. And to everybody out there, I hope everybody is stays aware and stays safe.
1: Lastly, where can I find more on you and the other books you've written?
2: Oh, Danchillingbooks.com. Just put it all in there. One word, you'll find the right spot. If it has parachutes on the page or me speed flying, you've landed in the right area.
1: <laughs> right on, Danchillingbooks.com. Awesome, man. Always great to talk to you, sir. Cheers. All right, so that does it for this week's show. Thank you for listening. Now, we'd love to hear from you, so follow us on Twitter at IonVeterans, or you can reach me at PhilBriggsVet. I'm always down to get your hot takes and spicy memes, and I'd love to talk to you every week, so please like and subscribe. Hell, even give us a review of the show, because the comments and reviews really help us tailor the show to you. Again, I'm Phil Briggs, Navy veteran and reporter with ConnectingVets.com in Washington, D.C., and I look forward to talking to you again on another episode of CBS Audio's ION on Veterans.
0: Hey, Prime members. You can listen to Eye on Veterans ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. I'm Peter Vance Sat
2: from 48 Hours. This is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings, early and ad-free, starting May 1st with a 48 Hours Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts.
0: Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News Business Analyst, Certified Financial Planner, and host of the Money Watch Podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary. It is a show that's all about you.